The period panel is sponsored by Active Iron. Use the code HERSPORT30 on their website www.activeiron.com to get 30% off. Welcome to the period panel. We are delighted to have Louise Quinn on with us today. Uh, did you have a nice Christmas and a happy new year? Very nice Christmas. Very quiet, just with the family, thankfully. And yeah, just really enjoyed it. Brilliant. Uh, thanks, Mel, for taking the time to chat about this. It's a really interesting topic. So the first question uh, for you is, do you remember your first period or having it when you were younger? Um, yeah, I do remember having it. Yeah, I would have been just just in school, just a, a regular school day. I'm not sure. I think I did feel a bit off. I think I felt a bit, yeah, just not right in the stomach or obviously thinking that was my stomach and just, yeah, just feeling really off. And then I just, I don't know, I just remember that feeling of, of, of getting my period and being like, oh, just sitting down in class and just being like, oh, what is, what's going on here? And then just having, yeah, just having to go to the toilet and just being like, wow, this, okay, this is it. And kind of like freaking out a little bit, but I do remember at the time, so I was obviously, I was in first year in school and we would have had some chats in school and we had a, a very good nurse who, um, yeah, who just kind of talked us through it and then gave us like special packs. This was even before I had ever, you know, ever had my period as well. But thankfully I held on to mine. I think in the first instance, there was loads of like pads being stuck up on the walls that the <laughs> lads were, you know, sealing them off everyone. But Thankfully, I think I still I maybe had some more. I, I still went to the nurse anyway and was just like, just explained what happened. And she was brilliant. And yeah, just that was it. And thankfully then, I, well, you know, I did kind of have to wait around a little bit, though, until school ended. And I think, yeah. And it was just one of those moments that I was, I think, just taken a little bit of back by. You mm-hmm. know, it is. It's just one of those things. You're just kind of like, wow, this is, yeah, the next the next step. This is what you hear yeah. about the period. and what's going to happen and you know what's going to do and I just remember then getting home and actually being scared to tell my mom like I don't know why I was just or just maybe embarrassed not even scared just embarrassed and literally she just gave me like a kiss in the head and she was like oh you're a woman now and that was it and then just like walked out of the kitchen I was like okay but like that's it you know it was just one of those like I have two older sisters as well so yeah yeah yeah. she's been able to just be like yeah this is this is grand you're going to be yeah, fine you'll all be okay like <laughs> I'll be okay but she was probably worried about yeah how hormonal I was now going to be mm. <laughs> that was probably a worry do you remember like being a bit like you, you mentioned kind of um you know kind of a little bit of embarrassment and stuff but do you remember being like worried about it and like how did you handle it when it came to sport and that um like I don't really remember kind of yeah pre being worried about it it was just one of those of like yeah something that was going to happen I don't think Mm -hmm. it was really a thought in my head it was just kind of like you know they did make you know in school they did make you feel as comfortable as you could and I remember literally just getting all of we were all just sitting around in a circle and yeah they just passed around tampons passed around pads we just kind of spoke about it and just kind of you know even made like a little bit of fun out of it like as in yeah you know feel how strong a tampon is like you know it's not going to there's nothing to worry about it's not going to you know get stuck or anything it's it's you know it's all it's going to be all good and um yeah so but I think just yeah just being a little bit scared and then yeah I think when it just came to sport it was something more difficult I suppose it would have been for me like you know you kind of maybe start off using pads first of all just to kind of you know that's just kind of what you're used to but I think then playing sport it was something then that I had to kind of 
you know, talk to my mom about or that she even brought up in conversation to me, you know, how, you know, how's it going? And, um, you know, just, does it feel uncomfortable? And then it was kind of making, for me, making that transition then to, to, to tampons was very important because then I just felt far more comfortable. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even know that it's that you, that you have your period then as well sometimes. Yeah. There's, um, a lot of logistics to kind of manage when you're involved in sport and particularly a sport like football, um, like when you think of match days and I think it's something that maybe, you know, lots of people don't maybe consider unless they're actually involved, but like, even if you're playing at home, you know, there's kind of the warm up. then there's obviously playing the first half, then you've half time, then you have the second half. And like, it actually can be quite a long period of time that you can't maybe get to the bathroom and that type of thing. And then that's like playing something at home. So obviously if you're playing away, then you have travel time, you've gone to somewhere where you don't know where the facilities are like, and like all that kind of thing. So um what's your like best advice uh for people when it, it comes to like that because obviously it, it can be kind of daunting um to think of like when you put all those minutes together you know you, you could be looking at around like two three hours um which depending on, on someone's period um you know might not really fit into you know their flow and using tampons and pads and that type of thing and um, what would be your top tips oh top tips yeah no that's a really you know kind of interesting one and it is it's it's got it's almost down to experience now of just kind of timing it but it's just it's it's kind of knowing your body as you say in the first couple of days it could be a heavier flow um you know and obviously trying to change it more often so I do really think about that obviously like first thing in the morning um you know making sure to change tampons pads and then yes sort of just planning it so now I know that we yeah so we go on a bus um, thankfully there is, you know, a, it's a very, very small toilet on the bus. Um, but also that we make a stop off. Um, so kind of just almost trying to plan it, you know, plan it around that if we're traveling then to an away game. Um, and then also then, and, and again, it's about, you, d- you do really think about it. You're kind of like, okay, right. You, you think you want, I suppose, a, a fresh tampon or something to use just pre-game so then you kind of feel all right at least for 90 minutes now I know that I'm you know it's it's a it's a fresh tampon hopefully it's it's not going to you know be such a heavy flow but you you know you really think about it but then also you have the half time um to kind of come in change do you know just do what you feel but it is something to be really really conscious about and again our our team are very good at this. Our, uh, you know, both Irish team and and Birmingham and the medical staff are very very good. You know, they they most of the time have spare tampons with them, and you know, generally now and it, it's I think what one thing is is actually have these conversations in your team to become comfortable mm-hmm. around the people that you're with to actually be like because and I've done it so many times where you just either haven't expected your period to come on or you've forgotten a tampon or a pad and you can actually just go to your friends or teammates and say listen does anyone have a spare spare tampon I can use um and usually then it's just it is it's just so comfortable and then there's you know there's six people there being like, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, so <laughs> it's like the walls are broken down and everybody's like fine to talk about it <laughs> you know absolutely fine to talk about it and and to kind Obviously of help you know, each other right like yeah and and just look out for each other and you know it's been one of those things even in, in football that you've heard a lot like a lot of teams wear white shorts yeah, I was going to ask you about this. <laughs> you know, and and that like that has been something that players have spoken about, like just being mm. like, this is, it is incredibly frustrating. So again, if you're kind of comfortable with your team and 
and doing that it's obviously sometimes you're just like you know watch my back during the game will it just mm-hmm. in case and and it, and it has happened where I've played in teams and some girls have, have come on their period without even you know knowing that it was coming on and it was definitely a, a challenging moment but you you know 99% of the time it is going to be okay and there's not going to be a you know a major trauma or you know you have then half time to go and and you know and sort everything out um but for me personally when I'm actually on my period I then wear um like undershorts I mm-hmm. wear skin shorts um just so the same color as same color like white shorts underneath the actual match day shorts um and that just gives me real peace of mind I actually mm-hmm. that's kind of just that extra bit of extra bit of cover and, and security then that I think you need um and so for me personally that's kind of something that I use I use it on and off as well like just during even when it's winter if it's cold but yeah, yeah. definitely during my period then I, I put on the undershorts just to yeah it, it literally just makes me feel at ease and at comfort then so I think that's you know that's maybe something to consider as well think about it as well yeah no that's definitely a good a good piece of advice um in terms of the white shorts like what are your kind of thoughts on that because there's a lot of conversation going on in we've heard it in football we've heard it in kind of GA communities and in rugby as well um lots of people suggesting it you know wearing darker shorts and uh, to to like obviously help kind of and uh, maybe alleviate a bit of, of stress for you know girls and women and um, but then I've actually heard other people talk about it and say like no it's fine like you can get on with it and you know we don't want to change the whole kit and then because like with a club then you could be looking at um you know are you changing the whole club strip as well which is like the men's and women's team and you know obviously lots of teams do have like white shorts and stuff so I'd just be curious to hear what your kind of thoughts are on it yeah it is a very difficult kind of com- like thing to do exactly are you changing the entire kit just to just to support that but I do think it is something that can be thought of it's mm-hmm. it's something as well where a lot of teams and all the time crying out for women's fist kit so why not then you know tailor the shorts kind of in that way as well to you know if you can most of the time try you know try make it more comfortable for women mm-hmm. and I think that's even something is as well they've they've done it they do it in men's shorts where they actually almost have like what feel like what is like a, pa- a pair of underwear in them yeah, yeah. exactly and and that's for that's tailored for men so they're more comfortable at you know keeping everything together like why can't they kind of maybe try to for for women and uh and girls and just yeah tailor tailor the kit in that way obviously it could be very difficult if you are a team that's in maybe full white but if not as in as we say we're you know we're blue or you know we are blues and why not then just wear blue shorts as a full mm-hmm. as a full kit and maybe that's just how women's football then progresses that's just slightly tailored t- tailored yeah to make that bit of a difference to make players comfortable we're already you know feeling maybe uncomfortable in our body. <laughs> yeah. Like we're, and you know, yeah, so we're you're experiencing it, but yeah. yeah. You know, your your back is aching, your hamstrings are sore, your you know, your 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 stomach could be in pain. You you know, it's you don't want to be worried about, you know, any kind of leaks and stuff of, as well, like to make exactly, it a bit more self conscious. Yeah. It's and it is and it's such a you, you hear you hear it every time, every time anyone has the you know, it is it's it's forever a worry. 
but mm-hmm. obviously most of the time it is absolutely fine but and you you learn to deal with it but in terms so, of like never, you know it's never gonna go away we're talking about it like being a bit of a worry and stuff and like the reality of it is like 50 percent of the population experiences it so like how do you think society handles it and the fact that we're saying this like it's kind of wrong that we would feel a bit embarrassed about it. And like, obviously like I completely understand what you're saying in terms of like, you can feel so like crap basically um, that it's just sometimes you just don't want to deal with it. Like you might be really happy to talk about periods, but just sometimes when you're kind of experiencing it, you're like, Oh, I don't want to have to deal with it, but should we be a bit more open and like what has kind of society, you know, trained women and trained men to think about the topic? Yeah, it is literally, you know, obviously the most natural thing in the world. And we do, we, it's been, it's been really been stigmatized. And so for me, I'm, yeah, I'm quite, and very happily, you know, open to, to talking about it. And I'm, you know, I'm doing the same anytime I come into a new team and, you know, usually the Rose is, um, you know, male staff members is obviously I'm in a team where it's mixed, where there's men, women, but I do just talk to you know especially then the the snc or the physio like about about my symptoms mm-hmm. you know sometimes they might see i'll do like a wellness questionnaire and they'll see that my you know my hamstrings are i've i've said that my hamstrings are sore and they'll be like oh like was was training you know was too heavy or something with the gym and i was like no not like i'm on my period and or like you know and i would have checked that off the box but you just have to reiterate it again mm-hmm. i'm on my periods my hamstrings get so achy the you know the bottom of my back my hips and I can actually almost sometimes I get physio leading up to those two days because my hips are starting to kind of tighten up just mm-hmm. areas around us and like you know the physio is kind of like oh did you know did something happen in training I'm like no I'm just getting achy because of my period and it's such mm-hmm. a common feature for me so now he's really kind of getting used to it and I might come in and be like oh yeah can I guess you know kind of mobilized here there and now he's kind of getting to grips of being like okay yeah this is nothing nothing to worry about it is actually that it's just these extra kind of pain so I mm. I'm completely open with doing this I'm sometimes not as sure maybe how some of the other girls are kind of open about it because it is tough we do have uh like a predominantly male coaches mm-hmm. but we still do have a female physio a female doctor and um yeah even like a a female nutritionist and a female chaplain and they're you know they're very good and they're actually going to be putting on a talk for our team soon just about again about periods and how you can try handle it more in sport um in terms of that's if you're if it's your nutrition and just again yeah just trying to be comfortable with it but you know I'm all about trying to to educate kind of the male the male uh we have to experience it they can sit through a slightly awkward conversation like like absolutely they like they do they really have to yeah it's something they just have to have to take on and it because it does and it can affect your performance Mm -hmm. um so as yeah coaches physios managers they need to yeah they need to figure out that you know it's not just we you know every day is fine and you know this is that no like it, it can really affect you and then sometimes it doesn't it doesn't at all and it's not mm-hmm. really a concern but you know when, have you when kind of learned a squad of 20 then you, yeah. it's going to it's going to come up how have you kind of learned like you've obviously kind of identified different things that you experienced so how did you kind of figure all that kind of stuff out um 
yeah, literally it's still experience. And I think obviously then even for me, as I'm, as I'm getting older, you know, even my kind of symptoms or my everything, my period has kind of just changed in ways and what it's, you know, and what it's done. And it's just, it is just about really listening to your body, like really, really mm-hmm. listening. Um, you know, so I know the kind of few days beforehand, a couple of days. Do you take notes and stuff or how do you kind of like figure out that it's related to your period? Like do you like kind of trends and stuff? Yeah. So I have I have an app, um, the fish fisher women app. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I just mark it and they can obviously give a lot of um a lot of symptoms if you want to write them down. Um for me, obviously it's just knowing, you know, which which phase I'm in mm-hmm. or whatever. And then they also give with your four phases the app then you know just gives advice as in this is now a time that you know you need to up your carbs you need to actually mm-hmm. you know take more make sure there's more vitamin c iron etc in your diet um yeah and just and just really like useful art useful articles that are just mm-hmm. that are just in there so for me that app has been you know has been great and it's um something there where i can i can really tell then when just just even having that idea of knowing when you're on like not just kind of thinking oh yeah I'll remember I'll remember that. yeah because yeah. <laughs> of all you always forget like <laughs> always forget and it's even that like because sometimes yeah it might come two days early it might come two days late it mm-hmm. may sometimes during pre-season it can be a week late two weeks late something when you're putting your body under a different strain that it maybe hasn't been used to mm-hmm. um so for me tracking it is absolutely vital um, and then I know maybe the the couple of days before I get my period, the reason that I'm eating everything in sight <laughs> is more than likely because I'm going on my period. And it's on the way. Yeah, and it's and it's so important for me, even in general, outside of my period, nutrition is massive. It's absolutely so important to me. I think it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons, yeah, like how I'm able to do what I can do because I feel my body so well. So again, I really listen to my body again around, you know, around my period. If mm-hmm. if I want to like, you know, eat everything in sight, then I will. But obviously I'll then maybe try and make some healthier choices with what I'm kind of eating, you know, and but I'll still I'll I'll put it all in because the body's at, you know, I feel like it's looking for something. Like. It's looking to be fueled, mm-hmm. it's looking to make sure that it can repair itself. In terms of like your journey to say, like from when you started playing football and you're involved in sport as a kid tonight like what has the kind of how's the landscape changed or like what have you noticed in terms of conversation around period or information that are that's out there um like it sounds like there's a pretty pretty good setup there in Birmingham like in terms of even like obviously you know access to kind of information physio and everything um and it sounds like it's a pretty open conversation and I mean it sounds like you'd really good experience in school as well which is I'm surprised there was actually that much conversation around it it sounds like it was good because there's lots of instances where that doesn't happen but what have you kind of noticed yeah yeah no it's um for me it's just been how yeah how comfortable you can get with your team I think if you can if you have these conversations either bring someone in to talk um you know to talk to the group and just yeah just like open up open up the stage to you know to be as comfortable or actually you know if it's not something you want to talk about it's absolutely fine but there just maybe those moments where yeah, where you just need to have a quiet word with someone, mm-hmm. you know, with one of your your pals on the team, and just be like, just keeping it, keep an eye out for me on the pitch, just in case I'm I, I leak or something happens, or have you got a spare tampon? Has this that and the other? And I think just getting that out there instantly, because now I think yeah, you go, especially now when we're we're in with the with the national team, 
mm-hmm. we are really as comfortable as anything talking about about everything um so periods just isn't a problem so you can go in and know that it's just not going to be an issue either way and if you are mm-hmm. then feeling maybe a little bit you know you're feeling it a little bit low or a little bit down a little bit moody just because of it people then like people then know and they know then okay yeah she's you know she's not herself today or she's not that but it's because of this well mm-hmm. you know we'll all look out for you but it's it's you know it's it's not a problem and, and do you do you remember when you were playing like when you were younger and stuff like what was there much conversation within teams because I know you mentioned like that it is still a, co- a sport that's predominantly coached by men like say when you were like 14 15 16 like was there much conversation around it then for me not that I can remember mm-hmm. no um you know and again it probably it probably did just maybe help me a bit I don't remember obviously specific conversations but I was then kind of like 15 16 playing in a senior team mm-hmm. um so I think that does kind of help but I still think yeah. it's still quite um still in those ways I think people kind of kept themselves themselves and then just as you you know gradually started to get older it definitely be- became more more natural um you know to kind of talk about it more. yeah yeah people get a bit more comfortable when they're older but I think your advice of like starting the conversation and and bringing people in maybe to talk to you know younger girls to kind of help them with it and and stuff is a is a good point because um I think once you start the conversation within the team and once everybody kind of realizes okay yeah we all experience this (laughs) the kind of floodgates are open and people are happy to talk about it then yeah I think I've probably sprung it on a few kind of (laughs) before because I've like even when I've actually gone in and and spoken to teams and you know they're obviously like how do you recover and this and how Mm -hmm. do you feel and Sometimes then I bring it up and I'm like, oh yeah, I do this, is this, but I'm like, girls, as you know, you're going to have your periods, things yeah. are going to change. Like, yeah, your body might feel a little bit different in ways, um, you know, and I've kind of brought it up in conversations maybe with, you know, with no kind of, there was no trigger to it. It was just, it just came naturally to me. And for me, yeah. that's, again, it's just, it's so important. And as you say, it's just a topic of conversation, maybe again, because they are male coaches that they're not going to bring it up and, sometimes it just can be so difficult and then you know and for me as well it's then just important to bring in someone then who actually obviously has experienced this yeah yeah. you know because again you actually probably you probably don't really actually want your male coach to give you a talk about that you obviously want them to know that they're comfortable and that they accept what's going on and the information that they take on information but they don't they don't they haven't experienced it like (laughs) and not you know they really just they really just can't kind of make comments on it but knowing then that they can be comfortable around that conversation and maybe know the effects of what it has I think is is hugely important but Mm -hmm. yeah I just think yeah the earlier that you know as a a young girl and a teenager that you can just kind of be as open about it as as possible that's just been you know the best thing and it's then it's just a you know a, a, a process of life that you you really learn how to kind of combat it and as I said for me just wearing undershorts has probably been my savior all mm-hmm. the time wearing just an extra layer you know when you're on your period under your shorts has been has been my go-to for literally 15 16 17 years yeah and um like once the conversation starts then as well like you're obviously giving tips here but you can learn things from within your team and stuff as well which is um 
which is the benefit of having the conversation. In terms of um, you're talking a little bit about how you kind of physically feel a little bit different, um, whether it's kind of that kind of tightness in your hamstrings or you might feel a little bit sick and that type of thing. When you were training or playing a game, like how do you kind of park that and focus on what you have to do? So, you know, park the physical side and not let it get to you kind of from a psychological perspective. Um, yeah, for me and and just the experience I've kind of, and it obviously comes up even in general, but that exercise can actually help your symptoms mm-hmm. and help, you know, certain things that can actually, when you get moving, it does, you know, it can ease some of the symptoms and some of the pain. So I do, I put that in my head, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting out of bed that morning and I'm like, you know, bent over, hot water bottle on, you know, I, I try, I even just, I make sure then like sometimes if different things are breakfast, I'm kind of like, right, big bowl of porridge, something just nice and warm, bit of comfort, cup of tea, coffee. But then for me, it is like, okay, it's, yeah, it, it is sometimes a little bit mind over matter. And mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes it can, sometimes it can be, you know, that painful that it really kind of doesn't, you know, do it's, it can be very uncomfortable. But for me, most of the time, if I've, if I've, started a warm-up or started the run I think it also takes your mind off us um as well one thing and then also just kind of getting moving um is something so I kind of I use that to my benefit then I'm like I know once I get out and get training this will be this will be better for me um as much as I don't want to do it which which happens you know so often mm-hmm. there's you know there's no doubt about it um, you know especially yet yeah, when it comes to to gym and you have to squat or you have to hip thrust and you're like I don't want to do this yeah <laughs> but again it's and then it's then it's just about knowing I literally had to do it last week and you know we're, we're doing some of these exercises hip thrust and I was just I said it to the SNC and I was trying to do it I could feel I didn't feel kind of as strong so I was like right mm-hmm. I'm just gonna and he was very good he was like right just drop down one set just do a little bit less Obviously, if it's, you know, if if you feel it's really bad, like, you know, don't do too much. But then that was it. I did my two sets, felt better for, felt better for it after and was just kind of, you know, you know then that it's a, a good way of kind of almost passing time. And, you know, because sometimes usually the most like painful bit is like maybe two to three hours kind of, you know, that's maybe what it is for me. And it's it can be on and off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel mainly uncomfortable kind of first, second day two or three hours then it eases it might come back a little bit later on but just once I get past that first kind of window um you know I know then hopefully it's gonna it's it'll all start kind of easing off mm-hmm. in terms of um the team and I know in football um specifically that you know more teams are tra- starting to track the cycles together and you know that you know coaching structures are looking at it a little bit more um what have you kind of seen develop and what kind of structures I guess are in 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 place in the club um like do you adjust your training at different phases um has it really gotten down into the kind of granular detail uh with each athlete specifically or or how does it kind of operate with you guys um yeah this is something that still hasn't really um come through for a team that I'm in at the moment Mm -hmm. I'm being really honest I think sometimes it starts and people have good intentions Mm -hmm. But then it just kind of filters out. And and maybe that is down to actually that they're just because there just hasn't been enough research yeah. done about it. So, you know, it's always good intentions of, yeah, like so they do, they do ask obviously when 
we we fill out an app in the morning, you know, about if if or when you're on your period, um, you know, but there's not any massive details. So for me, I've never had a training tailored. Mm-hmm. Because like, of it. And, and this is something that I would I would love to happen. And I think it is maybe Chelsea women, I think, are mm-hmm. the one who are leading the way completely um, in terms of that. Um, I'm, I'm unsure about other clubs at the moment. But, yeah, it's, it seems to be Chelsea and then the US national team have they've yeah. done their kind of research on, on, on that with it. But as you're kind of saying, like it's it's a mammoth enough task to try, kind of take on. And obviously the whole team has to be on board. And then like obviously it's, it's really interesting from the scientific perspective, um, but also um, in terms of like resource. And, you know, you don't want to get too overwhelmed as an athlete with it either, because like you're saying, like sometimes it is mind over matter and you know, don't let it get to you when you're trying to train or play a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's yeah, ex- like exactly it is sometimes mind over matter. It is something that we have to deal with every month. It's going to be, you know, different symptoms kind of, you know, it might be different sy- symptoms each time. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, and I think as well, it is maybe one of those kind of, uh, yeah, s- scary experiments for t- experiments for team teams. Like if they want to, they want to do it. So obviously Chelsea right now, have and the and when the US team come in they have massive squads mm-hmm. so like you know I think it is sometimes that you may actually sometimes not train or not obviously take part fully in a session depending on your symptoms depending on mm-hmm. you know what day you are so I think for certain clubs so yeah we'll like we'll say Birmingham can we afford we have a we have a smaller squad can mm-hmm. we afford actually people to be you know, which which then could be happening all the time. You have so many players that, you know, some are going to be on at the same time. Some are going to be, obviously, we're all going to be on different, completely different cycles. But yeah, to kind of take someone out of a training session then and then change the whole session. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know that you're, you know, what happens if you come on during training or just directly before, you know, just how does it alter things? But I think it's it is incredibly important. I would have I and I still would love to be a part of something like that to see mm-hmm. how they change and develop it. Um because yeah, because I know that yeah, on, on certain days that I like I do struggle and then on, on other days as well that you can actually feel where you feel incredibly strong and yeah, yeah. harder and better and some days you're kinda of like, Oh what why was I feeling like so good today? And actually yeah maybe down to the cycle that you are on your on your period you know mm-hmm. and, you, and you you then want that to happen again but your hormones change that and you're kind of like oh yeah. I did exactly what I did last week like I I ate the same I trained the same you know I trained well but it is it's incredible what your cycle can actually do um yeah I think that's part of the research that we'll see come out like they they are seeing like sharing a little bit more around stuff like that where you can kind of tailor your training to get the additional benefit out of it so that there are you know certain times um you know during your cycle that maybe strength training and um, that you kind of can take on a little bit more and use it to your advantage and uh, but then as as we're kind of talking about it does it's kind of at you know elite level where it it might be something that you can implement in a team um for a team obviously it's harder than like an individual athlete because if you're if you're only looking after you know one two three athletes like it's obviously much easier to kind of analyze all of that but if you're managing a panel um you know and if you're, you're trying to figure everybody out like it is it is obviously quite a challenge but um yeah it'll be interesting as the research kind of continues like obviously fitter women were involved with um with Chelsea and, and with the U.S. national team and um there are some of the things that they're kind of finding that there's there's 
different times where yeah look obviously you're benefiting from some of the like nutrition aspects and and that type of thing and even tracking it helps and um, but I guess some of the advice we can give people is like you can you can start to note these things yourself and see how you feel but definitely the piece around like uh, strength I think um people are starting to notice like sometimes when they're in the gym like you know two three days or if they're running two or three days before their period starts that they feel invincible and they're like wow look at me go and then it could be like you know two days later they you know don't feel so good but um you're un- you're uncoordinated I've obviously been through like where one of the girls honestly I think everyone almost used to know when she'd be coming when she'd be coming on her period because she would just become so clumsy yeah one of the most talented players I've ever played with and she <laughs> she just wouldn't be like coordination she, yeah. changes the coordination would just be all over the place and she's like yeah I'm coming on my coming on my period now yeah. and obviously again definitely again you can tailor it if it's you know mind over matter as well mm-hmm. but sometimes she was like I just can't yeah I just can't kick a ball today she'd be falling over the ball <laughs> you know she'd still be world class but just these little extra elements you'd know from playing with her that she's slightly off like yeah exactly she's just slightly off and and she knew it exactly she knew it herself mm. and you know even going to lunch and she'd be spilling her spilling <laughs> her, her dinner or missing her mouth and yeah like, yeah no that is that is some more of the things that you're we're, we're starting to kind of see about the research is that like um I I know actually from the app that it, it I think it might be during your period you might be better at like reading maps and stuff and um, <laughs> but there's a couple of different um kind of I guess areas in in life like skills that might be heightened during a certain time of your cycle so like coordination could be down at one point but your map reading skills can be up yeah. at another point like um just kind of how it affects you psychologically yeah. but I'm gonna um, go orienteering on those days yeah exactly that is it. I'm like no not training today I'm going <laughs> yeah but um what would your kind of best advice be I guess for somebody that's maybe 12 or 13 and they're maybe kind of not really sure how to deal with their period and you know if they're considering maybe leaving sport or they just start feeling a little bit overwhelmed um I know obviously you've, you've given that advice of talking to people but is there anything else that you'd encourage um I think as well yeah just obviously just trying to to find out as much information as possible mm-hmm. um like as you say and and maybe that's it maybe there just is someone in school or someone on your team that you can trust that can just give you that little bit of yeah that extra information of like that's for me I just think just having the information and then mm-hmm. personally then just just writing down simple little things because I think sometimes I definitely have in the past and even even recently where I've gotten where, where I thought oh no I think I've actually like I think I've injured myself here mm-hmm. like something has kind of happened and it's usually like in around you know in around my my hips or something is a lot tighter than it than it usually is like your groin or again hamstring glutes hip flexors and there was a time where I really thought that okay I think I've actually done something here I need mm-hmm. to go talk to the physio but then just when you actually just stop and just think for a second you're like okay what has happened okay yeah I actually you know, I'm actually kind of, I'm due on my period now, or actually, oh, I've like, I've actually kind of skipped my period now. So mm-hmm. just literally writing down some of your symptoms at certain times in your cycle, it, it's so important because then mm-hmm. a couple of days, you know, you are, you're back to your normal. There was, you know, there, there wasn't this maybe little potential kind of injury that you felt or pain. And then you should just know, then you just learn to understand your body that actually this is, this can be normal for me may not happen all the time so just 
yeah, jotting down just little mm-hmm. notes, even just even just the the smallest, the smallest of things. Like yeah, yeah, day two of your period. Yeah, I I feel good today. Later on that night, didn't feel so good, and it's track it's, the trends. Yeah, track the trends. Honestly, there's so. You know, and you you think you'll remember. You think, yeah, no, I know. I got that. Because the, then you can start to wonder like, yeah. oh, was it down to the session that I did? Or did I hydrate yeah. enough? Or did I feel enough? So yeah. you're right. Like it is about looking and um, about, you know, at, at your menstrual cycle and kind of seeing yeah. maybe some of those things are tying, you know, some yeah. of these symptoms together. Yeah. Um, then maybe but, if you talk to someone then, to, for them, it becomes so, the answer is so obvious about yeah, what, yeah. You know, what, what it may be. Um, you know, and I just think, yeah, you know, just just creating that environment and just and just becoming comfortable with it, as you say, 50 percent of the population. Yeah. Get their periods. And it's it is. And it's something that can just be, you know, really uncomfortable. But just I think really just kind of understanding and listening to your body is, you know, and it's it's going to take time. It's, you know, sometimes it's it, it feels like even still I still curse it now but you just you know it, it's about just becoming comfortable with it and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just a couple of those days that you get over and um you know something that we we as women just have to get get through but I think we are definitely stronger people for us but to be able to manage all that you know a normal life and yeah <laughs> is is uh some feat yeah. anyway we're superhuman yeah <laughs> thanks Emil for all the the tips and and for being so open on the topic I'm I guess if people have more questions send them into us and we'll try and address them yeah absolutely thanks for having me Neve. <laughs>